Welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, thanks for coming back. (laughs) And if you're new here, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails in the past to finding a few online. Together, we explore experiences from everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I'm reading from. I could be reading from the girl that just gave you your coffee, to the man that delivers your mail, to anybody that you see in your world. You just never know. And if you have any fantasies or sexual confessions you want to share, or even if it's just say hello to me, please send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com. You can also anonymously send them from my website at DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y.com. You can also reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And if you like the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your favorite podcast. In what way do you communicate to the person you're with that you want them? In what way do you say, I want you? There are many ways to communicate that. Have you ever thought about sending, you know, gifts, like uh, sex gifts, you know, where they actually can see the penetration and the, the touching and everything. Have you thought about that? Have you ever thought about sending, you know, if you like a guy, maybe, you know, of a girl playing with her pussy? Remember, it's about the message and him coming home and giving it to you or her giving it to you. Though I know I get aroused both ways reading the message that comes in that says, I can't wait to lick your cunt tonight. See, that word doesn't bother me. I can't wait to make you squirt. I can't wait to finger you. Or even just showing me a picture. Something like, you might want to hide your phone. I love sending those types of things to my lover. I love letting him know in no uncertain terms that I'm wet, ready. And if he was home right now, I'd let him slide right inside me. Or I'd ride him. Could you do that? And gentlemen, have you ever thought about if you leave before your partner laying out the panties and bra with a little note? Please wear these today. I want to think of taking them off of you tonight. And ladies, it's not about control. You will be their porn star in their head for the rest of the day. He will have you in very many different positions. And even for gentlemen, she could do that for you. She could say, wear this shirt. And if you're into panties, she could say, wear these panties. Goes both ways. 
but letting your partner communicating that you want them. Even if it doesn't happen, even if you don't fuck that night, and even if you don't have sex that night, it's still a form of touch and communication. And that's what the most erotic, sensual thing you can do to somebody. Let them know you sexually want them. I wonder if you would like a racy text from me. And now, I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy a couple fingers of Dalmore cigar malt. And let's explore these sexual fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, my story is slightly a long one. I hope you will indulge me in reading it. I'm a magazine editor in Europe. I trust your discretion as a story like this could affect my professional life. We all have secrets, though, and you never know what is behind someone who looks, at first glance, innocent and respectable. Here's mine. Last year, I connected with someone on Instagram, quite randomly. Let's call her the American. I found her photos when doing a hashtag search, liked them, followed her, and was pleasantly surprised when she followed me back. Then I messaged her, and she responded. We kept up on an ongoing dialogue through messages. I found out the American lived in the U.S., and slowly discovered that she was not only attractive and interesting, but bold and sexually adventurous. I can't remember who suggested we meet first, but suffice to say, we both thought it was a very exciting idea. I flew into near where she lives in Atlanta. We had arranged to meet at an airport hotel, though we had a booked adjoining rooms. When I arrived and checked in, she'd always was next door. I knocked, and she let me in. We didn't waste time. Without barely a hello, we were quickly all over each other. I pushed her on the bed and slid my hand under her dress, where I could feel that she was already wet for me under her lace black panties. Don't you just love touching someone like that? Feeling the fabric and sensing what's underneath? I do. I also like pushing my cock against the fabric maybe pushing it to one side and going in, but I digress. I slid them down around her ankles without completely taking them off, pulled down my jeans without hesitating and entered her, my cock pushing in past her pussy lips, my mouth hungrily against her mouth and breast. I had to stop myself several times from coming inside her right away. I was so turned on. We fuck still half-clothed on the bed, our moans echoing around the room. I could hear footsteps of other guests outside. At one point, they stopped. I know they could hear, which made me pound her even harder. After I came inside her, I immediately pulled her panties up. We then straightened ourselves up and went for the hotel bar for a drink. We talked to each other almost as if nothing happened. Uh, but I knew my cum was dripping down to her panties. And she knew. I knew. After a few drinks, we went upstairs in the elevator. I was already touching her up, wondering if the other couple in the elevator noticed. We fucked again in the room, this time me taking her from behind, against the desk, 
squeezing her large breast as I rammed into her. Not what the desk was intended for, but I'm sure we weren't the first who used it in that way. I often, in fact, wonder in a hotel room, what happened in here? How many fucked in this room? This carried on for the next two days. We made plans for her to show me the area, but we only went out once. We were otherwise engaged. On the third day, though, there was a surprise. We'd previously talked about the fact that I can only fly over every few months, that I know she can't just sit around and wait during that time, but we should still look for a hot, intimate experience I can share in. The American told me there was a visitor downstairs. Let's call him John. John was maybe a bit younger than me, and she let him in. This is who I was telling you about, the American told me. He can keep me busy while you're gone. Let John and myself demonstrate how. She backed me to the armchair, unzipped my pants, and started sucking already my hard cock. Meanwhile, John came up behind her, dropped his pants, lifted her dress, and slid inside her. Her pussy already stretched from me having been in there constantly the past few days. He fucked her, came inside her, and while she still carried on with my cock in her mouth. He finished, left, and I started to take her hard. The orgasm we had shared over the previous days had been intense, but this topped them all. I had never watched the woman I was with being fucked before by someone else. I wasn't sure how I would feel about it, and as I had always been a bit ambivalent about the whole hot wife thing, but the fact is, I loved it. Now back in Europe, but every few weeks I got a video out of the blue showing John giving her a good hard fuck. I can't especially not now with COVID, which prevents us all from traveling. Once she even rang me and had me listen to it live. Do I mind or feel diminished in any way? No, I'm not there. It's something very erotic and intimate that we share until I can be there again. But a question for you, Nikki. Have you ever filmed an encounter or allowed it to be filmed and to be sent to someone afterwards? Okay. <laughs> I think everybody's waiting for me to answer this question or are sitting on pins and needles. Have I ever filmed an encounter? No. Would I allowed it to be filmed? Possibly. And have I ever sent it to someone afterwards? No, but I would. I think if I was with somebody that I trusted, I would send them as a way of connecting, especially in this type of relationship long distance with them over a big lake from me. I think I would want to experience that connection with him. I definitely could. I definitely would share myself that way with somebody I was with um, if I trusted them. And I, you would have to have in a long distance relationship, and I've been in one, you would have to have trust. Um, and I think before we broached the subject of bringing in a third that would have to have that talk. Um, it sounds like he's not interested in another woman um, on his part. So it sounds like he would be using the sexual gratification that 
he's getting from her by her exploring her sexual side, um, that she's giving him everything he wants. So why would he need another woman? Um, that's his choice. So yeah, I definitely would explore this with somebody, I think. <laughs> could you do it though? I, could you put yourself out there? If you're in a long distance relationship, especially with this COVID thing, how are you doing it? Are you Skyping? What if you randomly Skyped somebody or, you know, used other, um, you guys met somebody in a chat room and you guys have built the trust up where, okay, you guys wanted to watch each other masturbate, but it was always from the shoulders down. And the only person that really know what you would look like was you and your partner. So you and your partner Skype somebody in or uh, Zoom somebody in or whatever, and you have that masturbation scene. And you have this sexy woman, transsexual, you know, woman or man or, you know, anybody else or even a couple, another couple, it's a married couple could join you. And you guys masturbate while you're talking, or you watch the married couple fuck or you watch the married couple, you know, do their thing, you know, even if it was just, you know, two men or two women, could you imagine having that kind of connection with somebody where you connected with another couple and you watched them? Would you do it? Would you do it to keep that connection going long distance to know that the next time you guys are together, you could relive that, and especially if the couple on the other side of the camera that you're with and doing that threesome with allowed you to record it? Could you imagine that? It'd be like when, say, a woman's on Shark Week and her man needs it, but yet, you know, he doesn't like doing Shark Week, which is fine. So she offers, let's put on your favorite porno and I'll suck you off. It's just like that. So you could get together when he can, can you guys can get back together if it's very long distance. You could meet him in a hotel or he comes to your place or however the arrangements made and you could suck him off while you watch. Or he could do you doggy style while you have it going on your laptop or your phone, or your whatever. Would you do it? That's the question. I know I could. Dear Nikki, as a trucker at 51, always in a new place, it seems, I was parked in my usual spot in Jacksonville. I quickly readied myself for the night. I overused the ads and made a couple replies to my astonishment a younger female asked, are truckers as kinky as they seem? I answered yes, quite kinky. She replied, I have a u unusual kink. I like to wear my mom's heels and garters, fishnets and such, and finger myself to older men. I replied, that's one of my kinks. So a few pics and 30 minutes later, she showed to my truck, dressed as I wanted. Everything she had on was her mom's. She was 23 and still lived at home. At five foot 150 pounds, curvy, nice firm tits, and oh my god, tam lines. Another one of my kinks. She first was in a brawn panty and got out of that and put on heels, black thigh highs and fishnets. My mom likes to fuck in these. I hear her all the time. She started to lick and suck my cock and rimmed me, fingered my ass. She got up, leaned over onto my bunk, her beautiful tan lines on her ass beckoned me. 
as I entered her with the head, swelled up and filled her up. We fucked for a few minutes, and then I went down on her smoldering cunt. With my pre-cum, it was tasty. I laid back, and she mounted me, bucking if there was no bottom. I rolled her over onto her back. She wrapped her legs again around my waist, and I started to shudder at orgasm as she bucked in approval. She opened her legs and pushed me on my back, squatted over my face, and begged me to clean her. Both of my loads and her juices flowed into my mouth, and then she laid on to me, and we snowballed my load. I go there weekly now. She meets me, and we try something new every time. Rick. Well, Rick. Wow. (laughs) I think it's especially sexy if someone can connect with somebody that's so sexually explorative of anything. If someone answered your ad, or you placed an ad, or you answered an ad, would you be willing to explore a kink with them? If you had a younger woman, gentleman, that replied to an ad that you put out and said that she likes to wear her mother's, her sexy things. I mean, it's just clothing, right? I mean, according to this email, he's never met the mother, possibly. So it wouldn't, you know, I guess it just adds a different kind of kink level. Could you do it? Could you fuck somebody that was wearing something that wasn't theirs? but got the kinkiness out of it, of being as slutty as the person that wore it. Huh. I don't know if I could. I mean, it doesn't do anything for me, but if I saw that it did something for them, absolutely. But trust me, you're not going to find me dressed in my mother's anything. I have my own. Dear Nikki, I've been to the same sketchy massage place several times. The ambiance was lacking, but it was cheap, and they took walk-ins. It was always weirdly dark inside. They didn't speak English, and instead of doors, they had these sheer curtains going into rooms. Whatever. I didn't care. I typically had the same masseuse. I'm attracted to some women, but she wasn't my type at all. Short, middle-aged, very skinny. Anyway, she was good. But she wasn't great about keeping me draped like they do in legit spas. This should have been a red flag. I have a tiny bit of an exhibitionist streak, so the lack of doors and questionable draping techniques didn't faze me. I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I think that's what part that kept me going back. Anyway, after the first couple of times, I guess she realized that my modesty wasn't an issue. She wasn't concerned about keeping me covered. Eventually, she got to the point of having me lay on my stomach with my legs apart so she could stand between my legs to massage my feet and calves. My pussy lips were spread, and I could feel the cool air between my legs. It made me so horny. I ended up leaving and going straight home to get myself off. On my fourth or fifth trip, I was laying on my stomach. She kept massaging my ass, hips, and inner thighs. I absolutely love having my ass touched and usually get off the hardest when my partner is massaging, kissing, licking my cheeks and asshole. I was super turned on by her massaging my ass. She was touching parts of me that no one ever sees or touches other than those that I have sex with. 
she finally had me slide up on the table. I knew that I'd left a wet spot on the sheet and was really hoping she didn't see it. I guess I was okay with her being up and close and personal with my asshole, but her seeing the puddle I left on the table embarrassed me. I'm not sure if she could tell I was enjoying it or she saw that I was super wet, but she kept getting closer and closer to my pussy. Her hand grazed my lips several times, and this went on for what seemed like forever. She started putting more pressure on my ass, and my clit was grinding into the table. My whole body was so relaxed, I almost felt like I was floating. I knew at this point it was intentional because she kept on doing this instead of moving to the next part of my body. She asked if I was doing okay. I couldn't respond because I was trying so hard not to moan. I managed just to nod a little. She started going faster and put more and more pressure, and I finally got off. I could feel it all over my body, not just in my pussy. I just laid there and tried to catch my breath, without it being super obvious. I still wonder if she could see my pussy and asshole throbbing when I finally got off. She finished massaging my back and shoulders. I got dressed, left her a hefty tip, and left. It was so surreal. When I got in my car, I literally was like, what the fuck just happened? Jen. Well, Jen, I find that very highly erotic. Could you imagine laying across the table and your masseuse slowly, erotically touching you when it's just supposed to be a massage? The masseuse must have been aroused too. Could you imagine the fingers going across your skin, touching you, and then staying in one place? My question, Jen, did you lean into her touch? Were you secretly hoping she played with you? Were you secretly hoping that maybe her mouth would go right there in that special place? Suck on your clit? Maybe that she secretly had a friend there to fuck you? Or maybe she pulled a vibrator out and put it on your clit? Sounds like she was very, very good at her hands. I don't think she'd need a toy. Do you keep going back, Jen, for more and more? I bet you do. I know I would. I think this is a perfect place to end today. I want to thank you for joining me. If you have any erotic fantasies you'd like to share... Feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com. You can also do it anonymously from my website at DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y.com. You can also say hello to me on Twitter or Instagram at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcasts. And in closing, I want to put my legs behind my head. I want you to stick your finger in my wet pussy and make me squirt 
all over your fingers. Then slide your dick inside me and fuck me slowly till I beg you to go deep and hard and fuck me harder and harder. <laughs> Would you? What have I said, please? <laughs> Until next time. Bye for now. <laughs>